What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And I'm Taylor Tomlinson. And we're still on Zoom. Happy May. Hope everybody's doing <laughs> oh, well. Oh, yes. Happy I May. I believe it's May. <laughs> what even happened? Indeed. What this even was April? I don't know. Kelsey, remember when we used to like travel all the time and we were so burnt out and now we've slept in the same bed for 60 days? I know Whoa. my bed's like, who are you? Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even know you. I know. I feel like my mattress might suck. Oh, And really? I just didn't know. Yeah, because my back has been hurting. And I'm like, is this, oh. were hotel beds better for my bed? <laughs> oh, God. It's a dark, dark time. It really is. <gasps> um, so today, I'm I'm super excited for today's topic. I kind of thought that we had maybe done an episode on this, but we haven't. So we're yeah. talking about the book called, I'm holding it up on YouTube if you guys want to watch on YouTube. It's called The Secret Universe of Names uh, by Roy Feinson. And I have had this book for, gosh, at least 15 years, maybe more. Um, so my mom was my high school French teacher. And at uh, the high school I went to, in the like the teacher's conference area, they would always have like a book, kind of a constant book fair going on. Do you guys remember like the book fairs when you were younger? Yeah. Yes, the book okay. fair. I think we talked about all that, right? Yeah, I, I love a book recently. fair. Love I love a book the, fair. The ones with necklaces were my favorite. That's right. Yeah, I love a good <laughs> book fair. So this was in my mom's, like in the teacher area for sale and she bought it and brought it home. And like, I had no idea that this would become, a, I would reference so many times over the years. But basically it's, um, so the secret universe of names, the dynamic, the dynamic interplay of names and destiny, which I know sounds like very woo woo and very like feng shui energy or whatever. And I will say that 
I don't think all of this checks out 100%. It's a little bit like when you take the Enneagram test and you find out your personality type, where when you read through, you go, okay, that's, I mean, that's me for sure. That's me for sure. And then you'll hit a snag where you're like, mm, I don't identify with that. Yeah. I feel the same way about this book where basically it's the study of phonemes and how like the way that your name sounds when you hear it affects how your personality is shaped. That is so weird. So just hearing hearing your name being said over and over the course of your whole life can make you feel a certain way or make you act a certain way. That is, I know this sounds like fucking witchcraft, you guys, but Kelsey read me mine recently and I was stunned by, it was rel- it was like pretty eerily accurate. There was, a, there was like one part of it I, I don't super identify with, but yeah. man, it was, uh, it was pretty freaky. It was it's so, so interesting. I've also, um, I, I sound like a straight up witch, but like anytime I've met like a new guy over the years where it's been like, Ooh, like maybe this guy, I look up their fucking name to be like, what's coming. Like, (laughs) and it's right. It's there've been one, like, I feel like with a couple of my exes, it was pretty accurate. Kane's is like 50, 50. I feel like some of Kane's is right. And some of it, I've always been like, ah, I don't really feel like that's accurate for him. Um, but like, you know, Delaney, like your name is such a unique name. And it's interesting to think about like how similar you would be to other Delaney's in the world. Right. Whereas I have such a basic bitch name that like it's, and it's also not, I'll (laughs) show you guys in the book once we get into like what our actual names are, but like it doesn't go by um, just the name Kelsey. It goes by the phoneme. So like on this page, it's like, uh, ck names so like cedric clark things that are does that make sense like grouped by um yeah so mine is i think like k-l-y name so that includes like kelly it's like every white chick ever name basically (laughs) kelly (laughs) kelly Uh Uh it's just a giant sorority on my page basically um but again with mine i i feel like mine is to a T so accurate except for like maybe a couple tiny little things. Taylor, I'm very excited to read yours. I've refrained from reading yours even by myself because I'm like, I want to like reveal it on and see like what yeah. we all think. Yeah, yeah, I think I think oh sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say we should we should uh get into our announcements and quotable and then Kelsey I think should read everybody's, you know, name thing yeah. and discuss. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, quick announcement. We have new merch on the website. Yes! It's officially it up and running, guys. We have t-shirts. We're, we're back. We're back in the shirt game. So, yes. selfhelplesspodcast.com. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then our quotable today was submitted by helpster Michael. Uh, and it's from a true classic, Romeo and Juliet. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. <laughs> very on topic for today very on point. <laughs> love Perfect. it um and so just a little again a little background on this book uh the synopsis kind of is like you know which names are there are the sexiest the most powerful how does your name or your child's name determine their destiny the secret universe of names explains in fascinating detail and name by name examples how the sound of a name evokes basic gut reactions and what this means for you and yours um weird also some studies. So a 2019 investigation published in the Journal of Experimental Psychology studied the relationship between personality and the sound symbolism found in first names. It concluded that in general, names with 
sonorant. Is that, you think how that's pronounced? Sonorant phonemes? Um, like Mona <laughs> or, or Owen were associated with high emotionality, agreeableness, and conscientiousness. Oh. Whereas the names with voiceless stop phonemes like Katie and Curtis were associated with high extroversion. That, um, yeah, that kind of checks out for me, just hearing those names. Right? It's mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. I have a um, question. Yeah. Apart from this book, do you guys feel like, and have you felt like throughout your life, that your names fit who you are. Like if oh. you could go back in time, you're in the hospital, you're lo- you're looking at your parents naming you, would you step in and be like, maybe this name would be better? Or do you feel like they nailed it? Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> I feel like I they, they nailed it with me. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I, I also really like the name Kendall. But that's like a little- You could I, totally be a Kendall. <laughs> I love that name. But I also, I feel like Kelsey's like a little bit more feminine just in the sound. And I'll read mine to you and I'll tell you guys like why that is or whatever. And I think that does actually fit me because it's, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you in yes. the book. It's pretty crazy. But how about you, Tay? I have not. I, I don't love, I like my full name. I like Taylor Tomlinson. I think that's good. Taylor on its own and maybe it's just because virtually every Taylor I've ever met looks like she belongs at the top of a cheer pyramid I (laughs) both looks and feels that way like you know I think Taylor Swift looks like a Taylor I have always felt like maybe they should have gone in a different direction which is why I'm curious Mm. to know Mm. what mine sounds like although I don't know my family calls me Tay and that I like that yeah. yeah, we call I, you Yeah, I hated my name growing up. I hated it. I just, I so desperately wanted a basic bitch name because, again, we've talked about like, never had my fucking name on the keychains on field trips to see <laughs> the shop and shit. I was so sad. It was so messed up. Um, so I really, I really did not like my name for so much of my life. And then when I got older, I felt like, oh, it's, it's kind of nice have a unique name yeah but when I think about it's just weird even saying my name Delaney that's just weird to even just say your own name out loud um I think I wouldn't have minded if they had just gone with like Laney or Lane I actually Mm. kind of like those parts of my name maybe the best yeah Um, but like you know I'm much I'm much happier with it now as an adult okay yeah yeah Tay, if you could have been named something else, what do you feel like fits you better? Um, my grandma's name is Georgia. So they thought about that. And I think that's just like a cooler name in that it's just more like, it's just different. More unique. But it's hard. Yeah, it's more unique. But it's hard because I don't know. I mean, I th- I like when like, the funny thing is when my mom named me, it was like right around the time everybody was naming their kid Taylor. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of people around our age named Taylor, but not a lot of like older people named Taylor. Right. And she thought she was being very cutting edge because it was like Mm. typically a boy's name. Like I love, like that's part of why I love Kendall. I like any names that are androgynous. Same. Taylor is technically, yeah. yeah, Kelsey and Taylor are both technically androgynous. Oh, that's true. But but they are- they're not equal. It's heavily female. I heavily feel like. female, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I know more male uh tailors than I do ladies. Really? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I think of Taylor, I, I think of more of like kind of tomboy chick 
lyrics and stuff when I think oh, of Taylor, which is funny. When you think of it, you, you said a girl at the top of a cheer pyramid, but I more think of like, I, I knew a lot of Taylors playing sports and a lot of guy friends and stuff in the oh. past have been Taylor. Um, and yeah. then also Delaney is technically uh, an androgynous. I've actually met a couple dude Delaney's. In really? Life. Yeah. So, um, which I never really, and it's, it's a last name usually. So it's usually a, a surname, but, uh, my, my mom actually <laughs> named me because, um, obviously we're Irish. So she liked that Delaney's an Irish name. Uh, but my, my grandmas are named Lorraine and Dolores. And so she put oh. Dolores and Lorraine together to kind of get Delaney, oh. which is also an Irish name. So yeah, I, I, uh, I do like where it comes from. I like the sentiment of that, that I'm named after both of my grandmothers. Yeah. That's awesome. I we can also, that. if you guys are interested uh, after we read our names, we can read like our partner's names if you want oh. and see if oh. that's accurate. Oh, let's kinda, do it. I'm kind of curious. Say, but if a Dorito chip was a person, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious to know like what, you know, so a lot of this, the science behind it is like what you were called over and over. So was Cam mm. mostly called Robert growing up or was it mostly Cam? Good question. I, yeah, always Cam really. I think a few of his friends, he says, calls, calls him Robert, but, um, but Cam. mostly Cam. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cam and Sam. So funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah. And it just also when we were talking about like the studies and stuff like that, just a little disclaimer it says, however, the study also concluded that these associations are not inherently accurate which is what I've been saying that you'll read it yeah. and you'll, you might identify with like a lot of it. And yeah. then some parts might not be as much. So should we oh. read some of it? Yeah. Well, I have a question, Kelsey, before we yeah. dig in, it's because you've looked at this book so much. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there like a name in there where it's like, I'm definitely going to name my kid this if I have one. So like the least way to fuck them up. What oh. name is that? That's funny. You know, I, for having this book, as long as I have, it's not like I, I bust this out maybe once a year or every other year if something comes up where it's like oh that'd be fun to look them up but um I I it's so huge it's not like I've gone through and read every profile it's basically just been oh my god it's like a fun party gag it is hilarious to see you holding up that giant book (laughs) going I only bust this out when <laughs> you're just this <laughs> tiny little lady and enters your life yeah it's like a good coffee table type of book it's a great coffee table <laughs> yeah. book it's fun if you have people over and you're all like sitting around drinking you know it's like a fun alternative to a drinking game if you want to be like hey let's see how accurate this shit is for everybody yeah um okay so who who wants to be read first taylor why don't you read taylor okay first? okay so <laughs> Taylor. nervous she's bracing herself I don't want to learn any more about myself during quarantine <laughs> and does that make sense to you guys that if you are to hear a, a word being said just think about when you're growing up all you hear over and over is like Kelsey 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 like you hear your name right. repeated to you over and over does that make sense to you that however that name sounds can evoke a certain emotion in you and kind of shape yeah. a little bit of like nature versus nurture like it might change how you turn out a little I, I, I understand that. Cause when I hear that, when I hear Kelsey, it sounds like something very pretty and cute and dainty and stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Versus like something, I don't know, like Greg or something might sound right. a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> More of a guttural reaction. Well, when you yeah. say it like that. 
Well, and I think sorry, sorry, any Gregs out there, but you know what I mean? I, you know, kind of more, a very, very different vibe. I'm sure that any of you, you know, you guys listening, if you think about your friend group, if you think about coworkers and you just go down the line, a lot of the time that person's name does kind of fit their personality in a lot of ways. So, okay. I'm going to hold this up to the camera for YouTube. And just so you guys can also see, but the way the book is broken down is into, you know, um, basically like the kind of consonant sound. So this page is the TL page is Taylor, what your name is on. It shows a chart at the top where it's like the amount supposedly of like charisma, career success, love and friendship and power these names have. I haven't found that that part to be very accurate, but like I can, I don't know if I even need to share that part. It's hard to explain. But what it does is it shares like the brave, the blank. It gives you one main adjective that they think is the most overarching word to describe this group of names. And then it it lists your top three strengths and your top three weaknesses. Okay. In terms of like an adjective. Um, and then at the bottom, it shows uh, a celebrity who's like a well-known person with this name and kind of- Who is it? Nice. Who's Tal- mine? Talia Shire. What? She was in The <laughs> Godfather and- Wait, so it's not, it's not Taylor exactly? It's just the sounds? So yeah. you on your page, the names that fall within your name group that supposedly all are this type of personality is Talia, Talon, Taylor, Telly, Twyla, and Tyler. Okay, gotcha. Men and women. It's Got like it. All, okay. Taylor, maybe so. you'll be the, the celebrity photo one day in this book. Hey. <laughs> hey. Fingers crossed. Second edition, <laughs> Secret Universe of Names. Yeah, when did, you know, real quick, I just want to see when this came out because you know they're using the actress from fucking like rocky as the yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know i wonder outdated. i wonder if the psychology oh. has changed since then first published in 2004 okay yeah. wait it's a while ago. ago yeah okay so taylor the word that best describes you is the capable oh okay that's sexy high that, praise that checks out <laughs> that checks out to me okay so your top three like your three most positive traits reassuring okay loving understanding your worst three they're saying is stubborn yeah codependent Mm. and uncooperative okay that makes no sense so (laughs) let me just say you're saying my strengths you're saying that book is like you're so understanding also uncooperative (laughs) so they're saying that i understand where you're coming from but fuck you still i mean i like you a little bit just that (laughs) i mean is that not the avenge and remember i suppose that's true of like yeah like i got it but still like die right that's actually probably true (laughs) Oh no. Like I can empathize from where you're coming from, but also you suck. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope I'm getting better at that, but yeah, I guess that, I guess that makes sense. I don't know. Am I reassuring? I hope so. Oh yeah. Not I to myself. So. Um, you're very reassuring to us. Yeah. Okay, if we that's come good. to you with a problem, if we feel insecure about something, you always make us feel way better. Very okay, much. good. All right. Yeah. So we feel like that's, you know, and again, pretty good. Take all of this with a grain of salt. You, as I'm reading this, you might hit some things that you're like, I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So something interesting happens when the 
trumpeting triumphant letter T comes into close contact with the letter of love, life, laughter, and learning. The TL combination evokes the extraordinary sense of creative energy responsible for the words vital, style, artful, astral, gentle, subtle, tactile, and talent. So it's not surprising that most TL personalities are noted for their gift of decisiveness, their air of relaxed flexibility, and their talent for pulling off even the most outrageous dreams. Bitch. Wow. That last part for sure. Wow. I think one and three are true. The relaxed flexibility. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> if that was in any of our three, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no we have issues. <laughs> but sure, decisive, uh, going after shit that you shouldn't. Maybe it's all there. Point like that is so spot on for that last part. Yeah. Um, okay. Rather than attempting to overtly control events and people, as many strong personalities are wont to do, uh, TL seem content to let things unfold naturally, only stepping in when things get too out of kilter. Again, I don't know that I. What do you think? Um, I think I have control issues. I'm like the oldest kid. Right. I think it's case by case because I think. In certain situations, I only step in if something gets bad. But that's more in, like, group settings, right? I would guess. Like, actually, I don't know. I don't know that I agree with that at all. I think, I think again, this is another one that if I saw it in any of ours, I'd be like, We're, we all want to be in control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're all pretty proactive, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know. All right, let's keep going. I appreciate that they're trying to make me sound cooler than I am. <laughs> Real chill. Real. Maybe, this, maybe this one is more for Twyla or whatever the other. Yeah. <laughs> for real. For this real is a Twyla though. thing. Yeah, absolutely. That was a Twyla. That was a Twyla. <laughs> Twyla. That's for the Twyla's listening. Um, this method of benign manipulation requires a sharp brain and an acute understanding of human nature, a combination that makes them ideal for careers in management, medicine, and psychology. Uh, even when faced with failure, the confident TLs aren't likely to panic. They'll resolve the situation in typically methodical fashion. In light of such poise, it would be logical to expect there to be a TL on the top of every corporate pile. But this is almost never the case. These individuals value the health of their relationships far above personal gain and measure their life successes by the accumulated love given to them by friends and families. Oh. That I agree with. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Also, I'm going to call my next special benign manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> this benign manipulation. I wish I'd read that before I'd been to couples therapy. That's... <laughs> The best phrasing I've ever heard. Benign manipulation. Oh my god. That's awesome. That's a great band name. That needs to be something. Oh. I gotta say, Justine, who we had on, uh tweeted at me that I I believe it was Justine, uh, that I should do my next comedy special sitting on like laying on a therapist couch. Oh and I was like legit though if this pandemic goes on too long i will do that shit that's That's a great idea that's really funny yeah Uh, Um, i love justine she's i know (laughs) okay uh here's the rest of it like most people whose names begin with a t tls are physically active and are drawn um to sports that emphasize teamwork and cooperation (laughs) okay 
I know you're not a big sports person. I'm not. I like stuff that I like. I like individual sports, like reading. Okay. So, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you're like on a team, though. I mean, that team. On a team. That yeah. team mentality of like yeah. working in a group. Collaboration is part of it, you know. Yeah. Look at us stretching to make this fit. <laughs> We're collaborating right now, bitch. What's up? True. <laughs> If they have a killer instinct, it only manifests itself in gameplay where no one is likely to get hurt. When there are problems, they're going to materialize when the TL's personal life gets thrown out of balance. For in the face of romantic turmoil, TLs tend to lose their sense of direction. Instead of throwing themselves into their work, TLs tend to wallow in the mud of their depleted emotional reservoirs. And if this seems to happen a little too often, it's because TLs aim so high in everything they do, they frequently find themselves in relationships that are way out of their leagues. <laughs> I mean, that's completely that's, incorrect. Sounds like a Twyla. Um, yeah, like a Twyla this is all Twyla <laughs> right here. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> that got like a little rude at the end. <laughs> this, is. Is, this is fucking hurtful, this book. <laughs> That was benign manipulation <laughs> right there, baby. Absolutely, I'm getting <laughs> nagged by secret university of names. This is ridiculous. Wait, what was the first part? What was the first part again? Um, because I did. Oh, if, that I wallow in it and I don't throw myself into my work again could not be more untrue. I feel yeah, like right. when my personal life is in shambles, I absolutely throw myself into my work. Right, and I'm like, well, at least I have work. Right, exactly. Okay, this last little paragraph is about like specifically dating romance. So it says, dating and mating with TLs requires sensitive personalities who can match their subtle dictates with patience and tolerance. If they're not careful, TLs and their mates can fall into codependent unions, which end up draining the relationship's energy. But when things are clicking, TLs are fortified by the communal spirit that large families provide and place a high premium on togetherness and quality time. Their strong parental instincts explain why TLs tend to ply their children with so much babying well beyond the time they should have left the nest. Uh-oh. Okay. Mm. All right. No, that's true. <laughs> Mama, <laughs> Mama Taylor. Mama Taylor feeling a little something inside her ovary, maybe. <laughs> fine all my sisters are listening to this right now going yes bitch leave us alone (laughs) yeah what do you think about like the first part of that paragraph the codependency stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah i i feel like it said i need someone patient and tolerant which again so rude um (laughs) like if you were like if you were like what kind of person do you think i need and your friend said you just need someone who's like really patient and tolerant (laughs) Wouldn't you feel like so bad about yourself? <laughs> I know it just feels bad right now because you're the only name we've read yet, but like, trust me, like once it gets to our names, like okay, cool. we'll also run into things where we're like, well, that hurts a little bit, but okay. Yeah, so, that's yeah. hilarious. Okay, so that was your, that was your name page. Okay. Huh. How do you feel overall about it? Um, I thought the strengths and weaknesses were pretty good, but everything else I don't know I think I can get codependent for sure in relationships yeah but yeah there was a lot of stuff in there that I was like "Mm." so maybe like 50 50 yeah I feel like that's accurate again Twyla is such a different energy I feel like Twyla and Taylor should be on different pages yeah Yeah. who is Twyla (laughs) yeah 
Who's I, named Twyla? If you're yeah. named Twyla, I'm really sorry. If you're I think listening. The, uh, I think it's the Shit's Creek character. Yeah, yeah. Shit's Creek character. Oh. character. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she that seems right there. Twyla fits that girl's thing. Very sweet, soft energy. Like, yeah. Like a, like a fairy type of Yeah. Thing. It sounds like if Twilight were a person. Yeah. Yes. Like somebody who would live in my commune would be Twyla. Right. Definitely. <laughs> exactly right. nudist commune. <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Um, okay, Delaney, should we do yours? Yeah. Okay, so Delaney's name is under DLN. So other names like like this are um Dalton, Delaney, uh Delphine, Dylan. Hmm. So anyway, just there's those. Okay, Delphine. Who's Delphine. named Delphine and Dalton? Like, where are these people Dalton. hanging out? <laughs> Dalton, <laughs> I've heard. Have you? Yeah, you I knew Dalton's growing up. Delphine, really? Delphine, and Twyla are hanging out. <laughs> BFFs. They love. <laughs> They're going to Coachella next year for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Delaney, your main word is the versatile. Oh, man. Mm. do you guys say versatile or versatile? I say versatile. I think. Wait, versatile. Yeah, I say versatile. What do you I say, think Jay? I say versatile. Versatile. I think I said I've heard that things. more. I, I might say both, both too. Words. Okay, so your top three good words are multifaceted, sensitive, mentally quick. Oh. I, like, couldn't agree more, especially with multifaceted. Oh, so spot on. Like, doing a billion things. Yep, driving okay, myself nuts your, on the rig. <laughs> your bad three are procrastinating, Ooh, yes. restless, and indiscreet indiscreet oh yeah that's yeah me. that is me <laughs> wait but the that first one procrastinating me. i don't agree with that i procrastinate most of my day is procrastinating i mean really? I, I i like to disguise it by doing things like cleaning and organizing and dumb shit like that but right. i am procrastinating on like a thing that i i'm worried to sit down with because if i sit down with it i know my perfectionism is going to come up 
Um, so yeah, I do, I do my fair share of procrastinating. I still get it done, but it's like, it should have taken 10 minutes and it took eight hours for me to get around to that type of procrastination, you know? Wow. That makes me feel better about myself. Oh yeah. I'm I'm like if Delaney procrastinates. (laughs) Oh God, I know. (laughs) Okay. So, um, when the dominant, durable, dignified letter D teams up with the letter of love, life, liberty, libido, lyrical, and learning, the resulting combination generates the benign and devoted tones found in the words delightful, delirious, delicate, idle, fondle, and kindly. (laughs) When I think of you, I think of fondle for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But... In as much as the letter N is associated with all things negative, no, never, not, nix, nada, and not, these names also imply an individual beset by bouts of pessimism and self-doubt. Oh, yeah. Consequently, while DLNs might make great engineers, teachers, and doctors, they're really better suited as artists, writers, and political and environmental activists. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. How that's fucking crazy. weird is that? This is yeah. pretty good. That's crazy. I was just talking to you guys recently about um you know if and when i retire or my career were different i would probably be an animal rights activist yeah yeah but i don't want to yeah an environmental i but i you know i'm trying not to lose all my friends and family so i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna keep that for a later day (laughs) oh my god okay um DLNs feel a great sense of responsibility for their fellow human beings, and whether or not they choose religion as their spiritual compass, they live by a strict personal code that puts compassion and empathy over vengeance and retribution. This belief system comes from a thinking mind and not from any bleeding heart, and you can depend on a DLN to put friendships over money every time. Totally agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. I connect with that one. Okay. Um, And yet there's a bit of a dark streak to these people for DLNs have an unusual fascination for strangeness, mystery, and even violent behavior. This is the one I don't connect with. This this doesn't seem like you. Um, Not that they would participate in this world, mind you. They're simply responding to some deep voyeuristic urge. So if you're dating a DLN, you might want to choose the movies you rent, lest you be subjected to every Friday the 13th movie ever made. That's not. No. It's so so funny because I'm actually the exact opposite where Cam gets bummed that I don't like watching horror films and like some big action movies. I always want like feel good good comedies rom-coms like inspiring stories i'm not a i'm not a horror uh true crime lady but this part sounds like you to me where it says but on the bright side many dlns channel their dark sides into their creative endeavors as artists and writers because i feel like your comedy special all about like incest cousins falling in love that is like you know a kind of a dark take yeah. Or like a dark subject that you took a comedic stance on. A dark Absolutely. empathetic take. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. True. Yeah, no, I do. I you know what it is? When I when it says that I have a dark side, I do I do identify with that, but for me it's more of like a constant state of existential crisis that for me feels dark. Um, but you're right, like I do like to I I was starting to get into talking about weirder shit as a comedian and stuff before I left stand up too. It was like, I really wanted to get into some weird. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah. that's part of it, you know? Yeah. Can I say something really quick about your yeah. special? How are you not um, capitalizing on the pandemic situation in which everybody is lonely, uh, single, 
and or quarantined with only their family. <laughs> is this oh, not the perfect time to yeah. be pushing a comedy special in which you're like, date a cousin? Oh my God. They're right they're there. Right there. <laughs> Taylor, I might have to just edit you saying that and put it out as a promo for my comedy special. <laughs> I will do whatever you want. I'll put a promo out. I mean, it's open up your so minds, funny. people. We have limited <laughs> options right now. Yeah, it's so funny because I don't, I forget, I forget that that's even out there. But yeah, guys, hey, watch Love at First Cousin on YouTube if you want. Um, but yeah. Yeah, now's not the time to be choosy, people. No. <laughs> that hot cousin's looking pretty good right, right now, your cousin, people, right? It's also oh. like, I mean, everything that people took issue with before this happened, I feel like now everyone's going to be like, just whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. just do whatever you want to get yeah. through life it's hard yeah. there's bigger things you never know yeah dude fuck your cousin who cares what are <laughs> we gonna do i mean whatever <laughs> whatever um okay so then it says dln's native caution is especially evident in their intimate relationships where it's rare for them to enter into serious relationships until they've matured oh yeah ding 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 um yes yeah, cute fuck boy Delaney from four years ago. <laughs> yes, very spot on. But yeah. DLNs have plenty to occupy their time for as students of life. They're always reading, traveling, or watching the History Channel's gladiator specials to broaden their horizons. Oh, about that, yeah, I am definitely constantly wanting to learn. It's mm, quite yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I think I should be done now. But there's always a new interest to explore. You know, always more. Yeah, you just don't want to travel anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. Um, where family is concerned, DLNs are loyal to a fault. This doesn't mean you'll receive unbridled affection from these sometimes taciturn people who tend to be miserly in matters of love and dole out affection as if it were unlimited supply, but you will be able to count on them to stand up for you even if they know you're in the wrong. I don't think you're miserly in matters of love. I don't think so either. Yeah, as in, well, you know, I have been, call I have been called by past lovers uh and boyfriends <laughs> that i i i can be a little cold and not affectionate that's so mm. funny because you're like such yeah. an affectionate friend it feels like like i yeah. would never use that to describe you yeah and i'm affectionate with cam and stuff but i think for me in in past relationships it was like i wasn't truly feeling it so i didn't feel like i wanted to be affectionate and i was right. you know, like <laughs> unsure of the relationship or the you know right that kind of thing but that I can be a little, I can be a little matter of fact sometimes mm. in probably situations where I should be a little bit more patient. Interesting. For, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. This last paragraph in relationships, DLNs make for steady and charming mates willing to endure routine, like putting the kids to bed in order to get to the fun stuff, like putting their partners to bed. Hey, oh baby. <laughs> uh, but as relaxed and carefree as DLN mates can be, they tend to flip into single-minded stress mode when things aren't going well financially. Children seem to mitigate these tensions in their lives, and DLNs are superbly equipped to raise them with understanding and intelligent discretion. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. The kid ones are hard because none of us have kids. Right. Right. So we're just guessing at yeah. what we'd be like, and you don't even want kids. Yeah, as of now, no, I don't. So You'd be such a good mom, though. Thank you so much. You really, you really would be. Oh, yeah, thanks. it's hard hard to know like at what because at certain ages you might connect with the things in this more than other times in your life. It kind of depends, I think. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I think I would be uh I think I would be one of those moms that was just like, let 
let my kid do their thing. You know, like just don't, nobody put too much impressions on them so soon. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah, know what it, right. I want society to get a hold of that kid too quickly. I would, I would be trying to constantly balance out what they're being told by social norms and stuff. Yeah. I think I would be fucking exhausting as a mom. Honestly. <laughs> be a great mom though. Okay. Are you guys ready for my page? The last page? Yes. Yes. Okay. So God, you know how your guys' name list that included what was on your thing was like three names, like Taylor, Twyla, whatever. And Delaney's also small. Okay. This is what I mean when I say basic bitch. Like, can you see this <gasps> list of names? Oh my gosh. Oh my Kayla, gosh. Kaylin, Kaylee, Kayla, <laughs> Kelsey, Kelly, uh, Kylie, what's the fucking all these other weird ones but it's literally it's just like it's such a sorority Ugh, i <laughs> that's hysterical there's a lot of ways in which i like don't feel associated to my name when i see a list like that but whatever it's also interesting because my best friend's name is kelly and so like i wonder if we're oh yeah connected in that way at all but okay so my like main word is the kind-hearted um which is nice that's sweet that's um, nice my top three words are smart strong and adaptable Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then agree. my bot you agree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then my bottom three, which are also very spot on, are stubborn, abrasive, and demanding. <laughs> Do you think you're abrasive? I don't see that. Side I don't of, see that. But you have talked about how your family calls you like pitbull or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like abrasive. Abrasive is different than demanding, even. I wouldn't I, I don't see myself as being abrasive in like any sense. I'm trying to think like with family or like in romantic relationships. I don't think I'm abrasive. I'm very fucking stubborn. And like, I think I can be pretty demanding at certain times, but I think it's more of a result of like impatience. Yeah. Like if the word impatient was in here instead of abrasive, I would have been like, oh yeah, fucking home run. Yes. But um, I think I like, I expect a lot of, um my partner especially so well, in that way, and of you yeah mm-hmm. oh that's a good point I'm pretty demanding oh, with myself so yeah. yeah I would probably say it like that um ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, so... Although the commanding tones of the letter K project a rather masculine essence, the letter L is a gentle letter that represents all the things that money can't buy, love, life, laughter, lust, learning, and liberty. That's like in all of our names. We all have an L in our names. Um, mm. When these two letters appear in combination, they twinkle with a silky resonance to further emphasize these names. Feminine tones, many women like Kelly, Kelsey, Kaylee, terminate their names with the uh, diminutizing tones of the high-pitched I or Y. KL names are undergoing a surge in popularity and their acceptance is perhaps a tribute to their attractive combination of strength and vulnerability. Mm. So that's what I was saying before with like the masculine, I feel like my name is masculine and feminine, which is how I've been described a lot is that there's like people have told me they're they're, like confused about who I am because I'll be like a tomboy with a lot of things. Like 
foosball and sports and stuff like that. But I like love makeup and genuinely love mm-hmm. being really girly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my name fits pretty well with that. Yeah. Um, and while KLs might sometimes be mistaken for being too differential, it's just because their iron core tends to be masked by a disarmingly quiet exterior. No, that I don't think you're quiet. No. I don't think you're loud. I just don't, I don't see you as quiet. No, me neither. No. Um, uh, stubborn, you bet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, if you want to change their minds, it's much smarter to seduce them with the promise of something better. As for all headstrong people, the carrot is more conducive than the stick. Mm. Uh, don't be fooled if your KL friends seem to be in high spirits all the time. Even if something were bothering them, you'd likely never know. Denial is not their only flaw, but they'd never admit to that either. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Um, I don't know. I feel... I feel like with the people I'm really close to, like, I tell you guys if there's something bothering me. Yeah. Like, I don't walk around all the time, like, everything's fucking five stars if, like, I'm going through something. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, again, it's hard because we're close to you. So I don't know Yeah. if that's, like, a – but I don't know. I don't think you're just, like, a raw nerve with everybody, though. I think maybe is that maybe what they mean in more of a general sense of like if something's wrong, you don't wear it. Mm. Yeah, I think I know when to like when it's appropriate to tell somebody if you're having a bad day, but like, you know, I don't show up to the comedy club and see like server and they're like, How are you doing? Even if I'm having a bad day, I'm not gonna be like oh, having the worst day, right. blah blah blah. I would just be like, right. oh, I'm good, how are you? Like, you know what I mean? I yeah. wouldn't choose to talk about that. In right. A, in a setting, I'm not totally comfortable. Um, okay. Uh, KLs often come across as people who are having a love affair with life itself and manage to make everyone around them feel like the most important, charming, intelligent people in the world. What do you guys think oh. about that? I do feel like you are having, when you are like excited about doing things, I agree with the love affair with the world <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like, even like yeah. when you went on like vacations with friends from, back home I feel like you were really good about that mm-hmm. um was it last year or the year before yeah I, it feels like two months ago was five years ago so I know <laughs> for not knowing exactly but yeah I think you like you get excited to you know plan double dates and yeah go dancing and go to Vegas and stuff like that like I think that that rings true for sure yeah, yeah agreed I think so too um uh, perhaps this is why so many people are drawn into the KLs realm and why they're talked about in such glowing terms. KLs are keen observers of their environments and rarely miss the fine details that are often overlooked by the rest of us. An extraordinary street smart li- smartness, or at least an instinct for what makes people tick, amplifies this trait. And if you ever want the latest scoop on what's going on in the social milieu, you'd want to consult a KL. Uh, you'll find even though gossip isn't their bag, they're very interested in the human drama underlying it all. What do you guys think of Pop that? culture, baby. That's you. That's got you written all over it. <laughs> I do tend to know a lot about that stuff. <laughs> also, I think Delaney, you just think that because like you You know, know nothing. nothing. <laughs> I yeah, I seem like I know a lot, but I wasn't I gonna say anything, but <laughs> oh I will. Most of us. Yeah. Most of us know. I know. I'm like, should I know more about that? But I just don't have room in my brain. I feel like I don't I feel like it would be overwhelming to try to keep yeah. up. 
It's a lot. <laughs> Whatever you need to tell yourself. I mean. <laughs> That's a weird excuse, but okay. <laughs> um, uh, these characteristics make them ideal for can- make them ideal candidates for troubleshooting careers like psychology, law, medicine, accounting, and even teaching. Which you wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to yeah. be a teacher. Yeah. I mean, I could see you as a lawyer too. Yeah, I yeah. thought about that for a while because yeah. I am so like stubborn and argumentative. Um, <laughs> And such a hard-on for justice, as you and I always say, Tay. You are a hard-on for justice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really thought about that for a while. Um, you're unlikely to find yourself in a casual fling with a KL. Yeah. True. They are drawn to relationships in which they can deeply do- delve into the psyches of their partners. They enjoy interacting at the deepest levels, but aren't always as quick to share their own dark secrets with their mates. Mates are advised to tread softly around their KL spouses when it comes to deciding household issues. KLs hold their own opinions in such high regard that conceding you're wrong will get you everywhere. Oh my God. Do you think that's true? Yes. Yeah, that's... Kate has an entire bit about feng shui where it's like, I look insane because it's just like no the the plant does not go there it goes over there or else it's going to bring trouble into our (laughs) finances and like we have to put a mirror over the fireplace and that's I mean that's exactly like mates are advised to tread softly when it comes to deciding household issues like yeah I mean I guess I was destined to be a feng shui psycho because there's like a specific paragraph about household issues that is funny what do you guys think? I think that's, pr- I didn't agree with everything. I yeah. think I agreed with most, like, of, of everybody's. I think the one that I thought was the truest overall was Delaney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was pretty accurate. And then well. you, Kelsey, a close second. And then me, I'm not so sure. Yeah. But I don't, I've never felt like Taylor was the perfect name for me. So I feel like that's mm. kind of fitting. Uh. Wait, we should look up Georgia. <laughs> I know, there you go. Yeah, look up look up the name you thought you should have had. Do you want to look up Cam or Sam? Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kelsey, what was my celebrity? Oh, Dylan yeah. Dylan McDermott. Ooh. Oh, I love Dylan McDermott. I've never Wait. heard anyone say that. But I get him confused with the other guy. That is also sounds like a Dermot. Hold on. Dermot Mulroney? Yes! Yes! So, oh, there, you're isn't, right. there yeah. isn't a page for just a straight-up cam. There's Cameron. Yeah. That's probably right, right? What, was he called Cameron, though? Um, people think his name's Cameron. But he know? wasn't called... He his, wasn't his, called Cameron? It's, it's short for Campbell. Oh, well, that name's not fucking in here either. Yeah, um, Campbell. But uh, yeah, Cam. But he heard Cam his whole his hmm. whole life. Well, let me just give a quick little rundown of of the page Cameron. I mean, so far it's yeah. spot on because the main word is the relaxed. Oh, love yeah. it. <laughs> the three top words are easygoing, non-judgmental, and dependable. Oh, yeah, yes. that is Cam to a T. And then the three bad words are distracted, careless, and extravagant. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Oh my god, he can be yeah, he can be all of those things. Wait, can you read the good ones again, Kels? Easygoing, non-judgmental, and dependable. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes not so easygoing with certain things, but overall, yes. And then the um, 
distracted, extravagant, and careless. Yeah. So interesting. Okay, so um, uh, the defining aspects of this CMRN personalities pivot around their liberal attitudes and emotionally resilient temperaments. Uh, Their strongest asset is their ability to live life with apparent ease, laughing along with the funny parts and drawing on their flexibility to get through the rough parts. Candid, casual, and carefree, their energies are appealing to anyone who doesn't mind an unexpected visit from a rambunctious friend. <laughs> sound like a <laughs> he puppy. wouldn't do that, but he's like, no, he's like, I, he would never knock on somebody's door unannounced. Right. Uh, and because these affable people don't react to stress the way the rest of us do, you can expect them um, to be the ones knocking back my eyes at the beach while the world is coming to an end. Yes. Hilarious. Literally, Cam. Yeah, that's what he's been up to. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, with their liquid approach to life's complexities, um, they're the perfect buddies to help you through those tough emotional times, but you'll have to stand in line to get a date with these popular individuals (laughs) for they have a steady stream of suitors knocking at their doors. If you do manage to impress one enough to get him or her to spend some quality time with you, you'll benefit from having an introspective partner who understands that relationships are the most important things in life. Oh, well, freaking nailed it then. Yeah, there's. Do you, I don't want to still, like run out of time. That's that's like the main stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you want me to look up Sam real quick, Tay? Sure. Yeah. Let's okay. see. I do feel like his name fits him. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Already the smooth. <laughs> that dude. Like, yeah. If I were to think of one word like for him on stage, it's just like, "What's up, everybody?" On stage like, is the keyword. Yeah. Butter. You know what <laughs> Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. Okay. Top three, intelligent, quick-minded, uh-huh. well-spoken. Mm. 100%. 100%. Wow, yeah. The bottom three, emotional, undependable, temperamental. Um, emotional and temperamental, yes. Yeah. I don't know if I'd say undependable, though. Mm. Okay. I'd say he was dependable. Okay. Like that was a big thing. Like when we started dating, I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to be in a long distance relationship with somebody and like feel safe enough and secure enough. But like, I think that's a good example of how dependable he is. Cause he was like very communicative and stuff. And I was right. like, okay, I could do this. So I don't think that one fits, but the other two. Yeah. Okay. Um, SM's high levels of physical and emotional energy enable them to seemingly cruise through life. With all this excess exuberance, these people are drawn to change and are always looking for new experiences to keep them on their toes. Uh, They can be considered high maintenance in this regard, for friends are often left feeling that they're simply tools to keep the SM occupied. Fortunately, one of their defining characteristics is that SMs genuinely like people and almost always people genuinely like them back. Uh, Yay nay? Yeah, I think that's true. Okay. It, that sounds pretty extra, extrovert. Right. Um, okay, SMs have uniquely powerful powers of persuasion, and it's hard to resist their charisma once they've set you in their sights. In light of these persuasive powers, it sometimes seems as if they could have anyone they wanted. So what explains all their vacillation when it comes to choosing mates? It could be that they secretly don't want to disappoint anyone by taking themselves off the market, but it's more likely that they are perfectionists who would rather spend quality time with themselves than making small talk with also rams. I don't know what that word is. Um, if you're married to an SM, you're likely familiar with the frustrations of living with a person who's in such high demand. 
Look at you two with these guys that are like, get in line, gals. I know. What the fuck is this? This book is nicer to men. It is written by men. Uh, uh, of course it is. As they want to remind you, just because they're wearing your ring doesn't mean that it's through their nose. What does that what? mean? What? Still, SM's nurturing sides get the better of them once children become involved, and they're always careful to reassure their mates that their families top their priority lists. That's kind of a weird page. That is a weird page. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't think he's undependable, and I think he's, like, very loyal. And, yeah, like, I I don't feel like... (laughs) He's, like, like, he's very, like reassuring and vocal about like being grateful for our relationship and stuff so he's i don't think he's like fucking you lucky bitch like i've never felt <laughs> no. that way <laughs> like, no I it's not him. through my nose like i don't know that i <laughs> i couldn't picture him being like that either i wish that we knew more than one of this name of person so that we could go okay it doesn't fit with this sam but it does oh, fit with this other my sam. Right. His name is sam does it fit with them? Sam Fisher, who was on our the podcast. Right. Oh, I would have to. I would have to rehear everything with her in mind. Sorry, I yeah. have to. I have no idea. I can read just part of Haynes real quick, even though I've read it yeah. to him before. But yeah, his sure. his is one of the most like doesn't fit to me so hard. Like I, there's so many things that I'm like, no, I don't feel that way. But his main word is the divided, and then his top three words are intelligent, detail oriented, and creative which I agree with. But yeah. then the bottom three are eccentric, awkward, and withdrawn. No. Oh, no. None of those. feel about any of those things. No. And then I'll just read like the bottom little um, paragraph about relationships and stuff. It says, KNs often have a tough time when it comes to their intimate endeavors. It can be difficult to find someone who can tolerate their obstinate ways. Like, again, I don't hmm. feel that yeah. way at all. Um, but because relationships with these individuals hold the promise of a solid commitment and stable home kns have more than enough people more than enough people from whom to choose kns aren't hellraisers nor are they likely to pay, play the field they're much more interested in finding someone who understands them so they can focus on more important things like raising a house and children i agree with that last little yeah. part yeah but like totally their obstinate ways i mean i guess maybe like in the beginning with drinking and stuff if that would fall into that category but yeah i so much of his page doesn't feel like that to me yeah but. This is like this is such a fun coffee table like party book. Yeah, you're it, so right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, again, if you guys are, if our listeners are interested, it's called the Secret Universe of Names. You can look it up on Amazon. It's a fun. I mean, you could keep referring to it for years and years. I really have enjoyed <laughs> having it. It was fun to go through our names together. That was yeah. fun, right? So it's it's just a fascinating concept that you know sounds can make you feel a certain way and it does make sense that if you're hearing your name all the time or saying your name all the time that's got to affect you in some way yeah mm-hmm. totally weird yeah so weird yeah i like it so very woo woo i know pretty woo woo <laughs> and there can be like a lot of crossover it's like horoscopes sometimes where it's like yeah. one thing that's being said could apply to like millions of people oh like, yeah those were name horoscopes for sure yes absolutely yeah. that's absolutely what it, it, it didn't feel as accurate as some of the the personality stuff that we've done on the show before yeah for sure personality tests, but for yeah. sure definitely it's fun. still fun it's still fun 
Um, <laughs> do you guys want to wrap up for this one? And then we'll do, we can do segments on the next episode. Cause I think we've already hit. Yeah. We've almost hit an hour. So yeah. let's just do the iTunes review of the episode yeah. and uh, wrap it up. This is from, uh, is I Z Z E R 88. You gals feel feed my soul. Quarantine has somehow made me train for a half marathon. Oh my gosh, Ooh. that's amazing. Oh, yeah. I feel like a piece oh, of shit. Cool. <laughs> you, gals, you gals have kept me company nearly every mile of my training, keeping me laughing and inspired even when I feel like I can't do it. Thank you for your gifts and rel- relatability. They are keeping me going through these tough days. Oh, that's so nice. So that's nice. really nice. I want to train for a marathon. I mean, I don't, but I should probably. <laughs> I just want to be somebody that's already trained and then looks like they've already trained, but I don't want to do any of the training. (laughs) Yeah. Be nice. Well, thank you for writing in uh, to the, to iTunes. It helps us a ton. Continue to do that if you haven't yet. Yeah. You guys want to plug, plug anything before we sign off? Yeah. Let me plug my live dates. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. (sighs) Go listen to Taylor and Sam's podcast. Oh yeah. yeah, go listen to This Is Important to Me. Mm-hmm. We're doing, uh, I don't know if it'll be out by the time this is out, but we just I just made him watch 13 going on 30, um, for which he will probably make me watch John Wick, but <laughs> it was worth it. It made me feel so much better. I love that movie. <laughs> I need to rewatch that uh, one. Go watch uh, Rissa Fury. There's a new episode of Rissa Fury on YouTube with Dr. Drew. It's a really fun episode. If you haven't checked that out yet, go watch that on YouTube. And oh, I don't think we've made a, an actual announcement here on the podcast, but we did. Oh, we finally did our self-helpless makeup challenge. And yes. it's on the self-helpless YouTube page. And we had so much fun doing it. And you guys should absolutely go watch it. So check it out. Yay. We, had a, we had a lot of fun doing it. Super fun. And I guess uh, I'll plug uh, Love It First Cousin is a comedy special I made Hell before yeah. I, left, yeah. I left stand-up. That came up. You can watch it on YouTube. Feel free. Perfect. All right. We're about to record another episode. We hope you guys are staying safe. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to Self Helpless. We love you guys so much. There are a few different ways you can support our show. You can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It really helps us move up the charts. You can also tell a friend about the show, post it on social media, and you can join our Patreon. It's where you can get bonus episodes from us and lots of really fun content and ways to interact with the show. That's at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. And if you go to selfhelplesspodcast.com, that's where you can get links to all of our individual stuff. Delaney, where can people find you? You can find me at DelaneyFisher.com. You can find uh, the online courses there, one-on-one creative consulting, watch my comedy special, and find Dicks by Delaney there. Perfect. Tay, where can people find you? You can find me on ttomcomedy.com for tour dates and links to everything else social media-wise. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. You guys can find me at KelseyCook.com for all my tour dates. My Instagram is at KelseyCookComedy. Twitter is at KelseyCook. Uh, please be sure to watch my foosball web series on YouTube called Wrist of Fury. I've had Delaney and Taylor on together. It was such a fun episode. And you can download and buy my album, Savor It, on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find comedy albums. We also want to give a shout out to our amazing producer, Lauren Mahoney, and our amazing editor, Emma Erdbrink. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.